Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the deal, Blue Jays fans? Welcome to Jay Bird Watching. This is your special pre-Canada Day edition of Jay Bird Watching. I am your host this evening, Mr. Adam Corsair. And joining me, as always, on video is Craig Borden. In audio is Brendan Penicar. <laughs> What's up, guys? Doing good, man. You? Hanging in there. How about you, Brendan? Uh, doing totally fine. It's the weekend. That's all that matters. Two-day work week next week, too. Are you sure you're not like tied up somewhere and this is your only phone call for us to get you out of wherever you're at? Uh, I can assure you. uh... (laughs) Knock on desk twice if it's yes. (laughs) No, it is this and that only, but no worry. All right. right. Well, hey, I I alluded to it at the top. Happy Canada Day early because it's my understanding that we aren't going to do a show before Canada Day or on it anyway. So for the sake of you know, all that's good up north. And to you, Brennan, specifically, happy Canada Day, man. Hope it's going to be a good one for you. Thanks, guys. It should be good. The weather's looking beautiful other than tomorrow for the next few days. So I hope people are taking vacation because I think people are kind of hesitating on that because they're working remotely or from home if they are. And just mm. like, why would I take vacation if I'm just staying at home? All right. day? Where the hell am I going to go? Oh, I can't go anywhere. So right. take some days off. Bridge the gap because Canada Day falls on a Wednesday. So take Thursday, Friday off if you can and get an extra long weekend. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, there are certain parts of the world, and I'm going to get a little, you know, kind of political here. There are certain parts of the world that are doing pretty well <laughs> when it comes to handling this virus. I mean, we touched on this last week. We touched on how some states and provinces and territories are doing better than others. Uh, it's important that we note this because Florida, where the Blue Jays were, <laughs> are doing awful. In fact, they had over 8,000 positive test results today they have probably cracked i think 30,000 or just about 30,000 for the week uh and as far as i know since the pandemic began they have more positive cases than the entire country of canada yeah so, yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah yeah and we That's have florida for million, there's 15 million more people in canada than florida as a whole so that tells you something it is not good. And the reason why I bring up Florida floor is important because, well, it was announced. And of course, you're listening to a baseball podcast, so you should know. Baseball's back. They've come to an agreement. They're going to play 60 games. Baseball is back. 
And as far as I know, everyone's going to be playing at their home ballparks with the exception of the Blue Jays. Maybe we're going to get into that soon. Maybe. It depends on if they get clearance <laughs> to play in Toronto. We'll see. But gentlemen, we'll start with you, Craig. How do you feel? Are you now relieved over the notion? Because we've been talking about this for weeks. Are you now relieved over the notion that baseball is coming back? It's nice to actually know that there could be something nice on the horizon. Guys, I don't know about you, but we were just talking about vacations and lack thereof. I think I actually have all my vacation time that I'm allotted to because we accumulate it where I work. And yet I have nothing I can do with it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm kind of just going to work. And if I have to call on for a sick day, I'm just going to take vacation time. I don't care. There you go. And I'm yeah. one way or the other, I'm going to be taking opening day on, was it July, quote unquote, 25th? Is that what They're I remember about seeing? 20, yeah, I thought it was the 24th or something, but okay. maybe, yeah. Either way, I will be taking that day off to watch Toronto Blue Jay baseball, hopefully. And as the guy wearing the Buffalo Bisons and the Toronto Blue Jay shit right now, <laughs> I'm just kind of rooting for the, the Blue Jay Mafia to come out strong out of the gate. <laughs> but there you go. This Florida thing has got me scared shitless, man, as far as I, I thought it might be too good to be true. Now it's starting to make me feel like that I hate being right. Yeah. <laughs> Brendan, how do you feel about it, man? I'm conflicted, guys. I'll be completely honest with you. Um, I know that, especially maybe part of that is due to the fact we don't know where the hell they're going to play. Um, and it seems like it's coming down between getting government approval uh, on the federal and provincial level to play out of the Rogers Center um, or play out of Dunedin, where COVID <laughs> is, is the epicenter. I don't Bad. want them to play in Dunedin. And I also don't necessarily want them to have exemptions because they're professional athletes to come across the border when it's closed for everybody else. So there's that. It doesn't seem like Buffalo is an option, but I just know how all these other places where people will be playing out of Texas, Arizona, all these places where COVID is surging, it just doesn't feel morally right. But I know I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it as soon as the game's on and I'm going to watch it. And I'm going to love every single second of it because it's like, yeah, soccer, sorry, it doesn't fill the void for me like baseball does or football does. So I'm excited, but at the same time, I kind of feel bad about being excited, if that makes sense. I feel you. I feel the same way. And, you know, there's, I don't know, we've been talking about this for the past couple of weeks, right? And we've been talking about the dangers of all this and how they're going to make these decisions responsibly. And it is my understanding that the teams must be together and start training camps July 1st. So Canada Day, they have until Wednesday to do this. If the Blue Jays are going to go back to Toronto, they need to do it now. This needs yeah. to happen now because I assume, obviously, when they enter and cross the border, heading back into Toronto, wherever they're going to be, whether Should they make or Yeah, they can. Sort <laughs> of beneficial for them because they could theoretically stay in the hotel rooms in the Rogers Center. They don't necessarily yeah. have to leave, right? So I, I kind of doubt anybody else is there. Just, no one's there. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if they, if they stay within the hotel rooms, they could theoretically be ready to go. But this needs to happen now because Craig, I actually just looked. Opening day is the twenty third or the twenty fourth. I I think it is now solidified as the twenty fourth. So if it's the twenty, yeah, if it's the twenty fourth, <laughs> that gives them time to quarantine. But it doesn't give them time to sort of train the way they want to. So we already know now that there have been numerous Blue Jays infected, right? And they say numerous. They won't give us a solid number. We don't know, but this could derail the entire process. Uh, I don't know if you want to speak on that, Craig, because to me, this was eye-opening. I got to say one thing first, because Brendan touched on it for a second, or one of you mentioned Texas. 
You guys feel thankful at least we're not playing in a like you know an actual Weber grill for right? baseball games. <laughs> I, know. I didn't so, realize that the roof looked like that. My goodness, it didn't look like that in any of the pictures. They have all these no. awesome pictures of what the new Texas Rangers ballpark has been sold on for years. And my guess is that somebody finally put two and two together that you can't have a glass roof stadium in the middle of Texas because yes. it might get a little hot. Yeah, <laughs> the inside looks really nice. Yeah, inside the inside looks, looks badass. Yeah. But when you're looking at it out the side, I say I think some of the Blue Jays fans were writing the fact that it's like, oh, Tr- Rundador must have uh, designed this ballpark because it's complete trash. And that, yeah. <laughs> um, there was another one that somebody re-rendered it with uh, an orange roof and put Home Depot on it, and it looks exactly <laughs> like Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I can see that. It was very amusing, but I had to interject that. At least be thankful that, yeah, the Rogers Center might have its quirks and everything, but at least it looks pretty damn cool from the outside stuff. <laughs> yes. It's got a hotel room in there. So. And not to mention it's paired up perfectly with the, you know, the CN Tower and everything there. So it, it has that True. wonderful, this awesome aesthetic to it. So, but back to the idea of I just don't know with, the, with all these guys. You, you, you're talking if we do go over the border and bring everybody from Tur- you know, Florida back up to Toronto, this is completely fucked already for Blue Jays yes. fans. Yes. I mean, there's really no other way of, you know, slicing that information up. I'm sorry, the only guy that might be clean is Yunjin Ryu because he ain't been fucking here. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So you, I, I understand that, yes, maybe this could be a complete staffing thing. How many people didn't go home during the pandemic and what was been going on? Maybe it is minimal amount of players, but the fact that it is just Phillies and Blue Jays guys that have been Some blatantly outed lately for being, you know, yeah, in the Pirates because they're not Pirates, too far yeah. away. Um, they're only uh, an hour north of Bradenton, so it's right. not like <laughs> you're, you're at that whole epicenter around anywhere in Florida is just slightly ridiculous right now. And for some reason, it seems like the Tampa area has really gotten slammed with it. So you got to think that even if the players are in that area, the trainers, whoever it might be, they're out wandering around. They're at the freaking yeah. you know food line getting food. They go to the beach for a day, whatever it might be, and they're gonna. They can't bring it over the border with them. They're never going to let them do that. Doesn't right. matter if they're players or not. And it's an it, even if it is a nat, na, nation pride thing for Canada Day having the team back up in Toronto. No, they can't. It, it, it can't it, happen it, without some kind of a quarantine. And you, you, what are you going to? Oh, you're you're going to tell me that the guys are going to sit there with a bu- couple barbells and they're <laughs> they won't be ready. <laughs> some of them are. Room, yeah, they won't be ready. A, what are they going to play? Freaking baseball on the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> I can try getting this going. I'm sorry. There's going to be some little loss there as far as quality of play. As soon as you do hit the ground running two week quarantine or not, there is going to be a lag unless you're just somebody ungodly. Like, I don't know if you guys watched that Ken Griffey jr. Documentary on the MLB did. network over the yeah. past weekend when he came back from that freaking um, wrist injury. <laughs> he had plates and or plates and screws and shit in his arm yeah. comes back and he's like Mike Trout all over again. It's like yeah. to put it in you know comparison for the young listeners. That is not going to happen with ninety nine percent of the players that are ready to play come opening day. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I just I my fear about this whole thing is that players are infected right now, right, and numerous players and staff are infected right now, which means they have to quarantine for two weeks before even crossing the border. They need to stay where they're at for two weeks, right? So we're talking at least until today is, what, the 26th? So two weeks from now is, what, the the 11th or thereabouts? Yeah. They have have to wait until the 11th, 
and that's r- 10 days after these quote unquote spring training games start. So they have approximately 12 to 13 days to get ready for actual games. What are we doing? <laughs> like, how is he minds a lot. One of us fucking play. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so, like, no, actually, though. <laughs> Brennan, what's your take on this? What do you think they should do? Uh, I think they should play out of Buffalo if that's at all possible. I don't know why. I know they're considering Buffalo for their taxi squad, but and there's probably some other reasons why they're not considering playing out of there a little bit more seriously. Uh, one person on Twitter, Josh Housem, brought it to the attention of people going back and forth in the thread that it might not be possible because of how small the clubhouses are in Buffalo. They're not major league retrofitted. Uh, or anything and not like to mention that. it's a so, retro ballpark to begin with. Exactly. So you might even be closer to the visitors' clubhouse than normal, and you won't be able to social distance or whatnot. So, I it, it's my understanding from everything that I've read is that if they do get permission to play in Toronto, that the 14 day quarantine won't affect won't apply to them, and that's Ooh. why it's that's why it's so controversial, and a lot of the Blue Jays population on Twitter don't want them to get that exemption because why should they because exactly. they're professional athletes right so yeah. not to mention what they're gonna do put them in a bubble to bring them all the way from buffalo up to freaking wherever or from the it's, airport in toronto <laughs> exactly sure no touching of anybody and nobody near them except for people wearing full gowns or something that's right. the only way you really could do it you treat it like that is like the freaking you know the thing that it actually is <laughs> it, i don't understand why people are advocating so hard for them to get permission and play in toronto because you're not even going to be able to fucking go to the game like why why does it matter where they play like i know that there is probably a source of pride about playing in toronto and playing in canada but you're going to have teams from tampa come up yep. for one home stand maybe two you're going to have people from new york coming up uh and other highly infected areas. you play two florida teams this year you get the rays in you get the marlins so Eep. there's two people from Florida, right? And then you got New York as well. It's still dealing with it pretty heavily. So, yeah. And I don't know. I, I don't know what the rule is going to be because it looks like Toronto is being considered much more for a hub city for the return of hockey. Um, but even then, uh, I'm not sure if their 14-day quarantine rule or whatnot exists. But I, I'm on the side where I don't think it should be bent just because they're professional athletes. They should look very, very hard and try to make Buffalo work. It makes sense. And all the guys that were just in Buffalo the last three years in the minor leagues, they probably, still have lease, they probably still have leases there, right? Like, yeah. they, they've all been there, so they know the city. Just play there. Even if you had to have guys in the locker room, who cares? Yeah. At that point, the risk is whatever. Right. Uh, you're right. I, if you're all in the same environment, I, I highly doubt there's going to be social distancing, even if you're in a major league ball club. I, I just don't see that. Um, for me, it's if it's not if in terms of the amenities for the Bison Stadium, if it's not major league up to par to major leagues, fuck that. I don't care, dude. Suck it up and play. You're playing, what, 30 games at home at that point? Yeah. Assuming yeah. you don't make the playoffs, suck it up. Suck it up. You played in worse for 30 or more games than that. Suck it up. Not to mention, you remember what our spring training home was like until this year, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sprinkler heads killing people, but don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It couldn't even have night games at the spring training facility because the lights were yeah. terrible. Yeah. Oh, they were horrible. They're horrible in that ballpark. They, the fact that literally the way the ballpark was shaped, I don't know if you guys ever went to a night game there, but I had one when, when I went to our Dedean G- uh, Blue Jays game. It's literally like two thirds of the ballpark. It's really? not the whole lit so there's like this whole void over where what what would be the left field like bullpen area 
basically mm. if you were following the line of the wall up it's like the one those lights for some reason were ungodly far away from the field and really didn't bleed too far into the ballpark right so, ridiculous <laughs> but, which is part of the renovations now the whole ballpark is all the way symmetrical and everything now that was where they used to have like the bullpen cages and stuff like that were all kind of stored in that area so well, well for me you know I, shapiro had um a, a presser today i'll break that down later but the one thing that i want to talk about now because it relates to this is he pretty much said florida is not an option so they're not going to have these games in Dunedin, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Buffalo was confirmed for the taxi squad, or at least it was alluded to, suggested, strongly hinted at for the taxi squad, whatever that means. Guys, I know I mentioned Pawtucket last week here in Rhode Island. Unfortunately, <laughs> the Red Sox have claimed it, so I'm sorry. It's not going to happen is. for the Blue Jays. Uh, uh, but shocking. For me, it, it has to be Buffalo, right? Because Florida is just going to be worse. Look at it's it right now. Show. It's terrible, dude. Think about how if it's bad now, this is the new Italy, right? Remember how yeah, bad Italy on. was in March? On, yeah. yeah, dude, this is bad, right? And it's because they didn't ease into the phasing. They're just like, all right, bars, let's go. Jim's <laughs> <Gyms, laughs> oh, have at it. I don't, don't even know if they back. really closed them to be true. I don't honest. think they did. This, this, <laughs> is, this is the state that was basically going, Andrew Cuomo, fuck you and your stuff, which sad. I'm even saying that is I don't like the guy. I live in right. New York. Right. <laughs> but. If he got one thing right, was how we should be handling this. Dang, Everything sure. else he has thought of, fucking garbage. <laughs> Listen, there's there's a motto here in Rhode Island, right? So for for speeding tickets or sorry tickets without a seatbelt, it's click it or ticket. Right now, it's mask it or casket. Okay, so if you guys don't have <laughs> oh, your that's... masks on, mask it or casket. But no, for free. I haven't heard that one yet. It's a, you feel free to use it. It's cool. It's a Rhode Island thing. So when it comes to Florida, it's not an option. Obviously, <laughs> crossing into the border has its controversies that you already laid out, Brendan, about you know having provisions for athletes, which I agree with you. I don't think they should be lent those provisions because what makes them so special and what makes them less contagious than a normal everyday citizen? The virus doesn't care sure. if you're an athlete. The virus doesn't care if you're a celebrity. You're just as susceptible and you're just as contagious if you have it. So in that respect, I think the only plausible place to play would be Buffalo. Like, I don't care about the amenities. I don't care if it's major league ready or whatever. If you're going to legitimately get these games in and you got to worry about like quarantining for two weeks, crossing the border, maybe even more or whatnot, your best bet is probably Buffalo. Would you disagree, Brennan? No, I fully agree. I, I've been on the Buffalo train for quite a while, not just because that's an hour drive for Craig to go stand outside and look in through the fence <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> and cheer be, from a, a distance, but... be a member of what we call here in Rochester the Knothole Gang. Yeah. <laughs> they still call the Rochester Red Wings uh, kids like club the Knothole Gang. <laughs> but, but Craig, you were telling me last year when we had our Bison's weekend in July, which is crazy enough, it's almost been a year ago that we were there for a few games. And you were saying that they built, yeah, they were. <laughs> and uh, you were telling me that they built Sailing Field to be ready if Buffalo was ever granted a major league team. So you got to think that the clubhouse and other amenities may be better than what people actually think because it was built to one day maybe host a major league team. So it's probably better along than a lot of other AAA ballparks that aren't brand spanking new. So yeah, Buffalo for me, for sure. What say you, Craig? What says me? Yeah, what say you? <laughs> Brennan's right. 
Brendan's 100% right about that Major League Baseball club. When the Blue Jays were on the, you know, level of we might get a baseball team, the Blue uh, Buffalo was actually on that short list of teams that might get a Major League team. Hmm. Remember, at the time, we had the Buffalo Sabres and the Buffalo Bi- or the Buffalo Bills. Hmm. Why not have a Major League Baseball team, too, in the late 70s? We were one. Of right. the, Buffalo was one of the bigger cities that was known in the world. Now it's just, oh, we have the Bills. Right. Because <laughs> nobody yeah, knows so even how the hockey team anymore, how bad they are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but for being a fan and being a – guys, this is not a, not a marathon anymore. This is a sprint. Yeah. Why do I need to have the crazy workout room and everything Absolutely. to make sure that I'm stretched out for what would have normally been a 162 game grind? This is a midsummer playoff freaking like round robin little league tournament, more or less what the hell is going on. Why do we need to worry about having all this crazy stuff around the ballpark? And God forbid, if you need to get gym time in that badly, I have a strange feeling there are plenty of gyms in the Buffalo area that would love to have the Toronto Blue Jays business. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. How would you know that, though? Because <laughs> over on this side of the state, <laughs> even though we had a whole one one reported coronavirus infection yesterday, that was the wow. only one. <laughs> the day before that, it's been in the 30s and stuff like that. But um, that was, that was very impressive that they only had one, according to, you know, the local news with my luck, I'm saying that now you're going to go Google it and they're like, <laughs> Oh yeah, by the way, we've corrected this 50, <laughs> yeah. which is still relatively low, but uh, Hey, you, look, if you rock that polo down to the, to the Bison stadium and they're playing, they'll just assume that you're part of the staff. <laughs> just walk right in. Yeah. I just figured like out, good, I, man. Yeah. yeah, I try to do that all the time. I have like 15 of these. <laughs> these are go. those ones I was telling you about that I bought at um, what is now Burlington, not the Burlington Coat Factory anymore. Apparently, they're not as swanky as they used to be. They yep. sell Blue Jays shit here in Rochester. Nice. <laughs> nice. Can't beat but it. But yeah, as far as things go, guys, why not? And, and like I said, if it comes down to amenities, it's almost an insult on why we should be giving any of the special treatment or anything to any of these athletes when there's a perfectly viable option right here. <laughs> And yeah. they are already part of the organization anyways. And not to mention, can I point out one thing? The reason that no teams have lasted as the minor league affiliate for the, or the major league affiliate for the Buffalo Bisons over the last 10, 15 years is because of underutilization of the, of the city and the franchise. Mm. They have kicked out the Mets and they have kicked out the Cleveland Indians. Okay. So those are two big ballpark or big ball teams that are known for using their minor league systems. The Blue Jays have been doing nothing but wow them since. And how would yeah. this be not a way just to seal the deal on what is the easiest thing in Major League Minor League relations that you would think of ever? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is like five feet down the street. This is a team that used to send Mike McCoy back and forth to freaking Las Vegas. That's <laughs> felt so bad for him. <laughs> yeah. and, and and this is after they, right before that they screwed up by pissing off um, by skipping guys like Carlos Delgado all over the Syracuse Chiefs. Syracuse, right? yeah. Yeah. And things like that. So at the time, the team sucked. And that was exactly why you skipped guys like Delgado, Sean Green, and everybody right up to the majors in the late 90s, early 2000s there. But they, that was why the Chiefs let them go, too. That's how minor league teams get passed around with major league clubs. And this is something, guys, that is a very rare opportunity where they could seal the deal. And bu- the city of Buffalo would be Blue Jays fans. Period. Yeah. Oh, for, for sure. It'd be... Uh... A really good PR move and a really good uh, way to solidify that relationship for yeah. the future. I'm uh, I'm on board with you. Let Can we me just um, name this episode. Let's go Buffalo. Let's do it. What I just heard. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, 
let's let's rewind back to the to the thing that I alluded to about Blue Jays players <laughs> being infected. When your president of operations says or uh, suggests that there are going to be more to come, that's not a good sign. Okay, and the other day, like two, three days ago, it was about a couple of Blue Jays players or a very few Blue Jays and staff members were infected. Now, it was sort of warned to us today in that press conference that I referenced that there's going to be more. It's going to be more to be announced. Shot in the dark, Brendan. How many do you think? Are we talking possibly the whole team here? Because for me, when you hear there are going to be more and there's going to be a lot more, I'm thinking, okay, this is pretty much infected the entire team. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised just yeah. considering where they've been training and where they've been living uh, the majority of them for the last few months. Um, there's probably quite a few that just didn't leave Florida. Hanji uh, yeah. Ryu didn't leave. Uh, I saw the other day that he's still been living at Russell Martin's house. Uh, oh, so really? there. Yeah, oh, he's boy. been. He's oh, been you can retract my, my previous statement. Then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it's almost everybody at some point. So, yeah, I, when I heard that uh, quote from Shapiro, it sounded like something Trump would say. He's like, probably going to be a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> Just with no regard for, yeah, this this baseball season probably shouldn't be happening if you're saying stuff like that. Because that'll be, that won't just be the Blue Jays, that'll be every single team that yeah. somebody will get it and it will spread like wildfire around the clubhouse. I'm waiting for one or two people on Premier League teams to get COVID-19 and start a little spike in their own dressing room and the Premier League will be done again uh, for a little while. I'm, I've been expecting that for a while and I'd probably expect the same thing if and when baseball has opening day. I don't even know if they'll be able to get all 60 games in, to be honest, guys. Bro, I don't even think they're going to make it to the 23rd or 24th. That's uh, no, I don't, I don't either. Now when you're talking about all, half of the teams in baseball train in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, no. Yeah, imagine, all right, so the Miami area is getting hit the hardest. Imagine MLB be like, all right, we're going to play in our all our home parks. Miami, you're good, right? You're, you're <laughs> don't worry about here. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweep them under the fucking rug. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think, Greg? Now, does Miami train in Florida? I can't recall. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I couldn't. I, for some reason, I thought they were one of the weird ones that actually had a team in Florida, and they were the training Cactus Arizona for some reason. Let me look. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember where they train uh, in Florida, but they are definitely in the Grapefruit League. Yeah. So it just shocks me that we're even having this conversation. That I, I'm glad that we finally have an agreement, and there could be baseball. But I'm going to use that word "could be" very strongly. Uh, not to interrupt you. They they train in Jupiter, Florida. Okay. So I couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah, I don't yeah. recall them playing the Blue Jays a ton of times in spring training, but I feel yeah, like no, I've seen one, it a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. They're one of those yeah. teams that are just too far away to drive to that they barely ever play. Hey, hey, yeah. tell yeah. that Bring to the Robert Kraft. That day. Yeah. <laughs> tell that to Robert Kraft. Jupiter's not that far, right? Okay, Mr. Brady. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Um, so let me, let's let's look, look on the bright side here, talk about the schedule. Uh, this is assuming everybody's healthy. Assuming this goes according to plan and they play the entire 60 games, whew, this is not good for the Blue Jays. Uh, 10 games against the Yankees, 10 games against the Red Sox. I was talking to a Red Sox fan the other day. I said they'll probably take a split in there. I think the Red Sox are walking in a little bit overrated. Uh, 10 games against the Rays, which uh, it's the Rays. Uh, 10 games against the Orioles. Cool. Six games <laughs> against the Phillies and 14 games divided up between the Mets, the Nationals, the Braves, and the Marlins. Um, 
Look, I, I've been on record to 60 games. You could theoretically have like a 25-30 win team win the first time ever, right? Sure, uh, yeah. I don't know that the Blue Jays can win 25. I see a scenario in which they'll they'll play 500 ball. Like the 10 games against the Yankees, they maybe take one or two of those. Like I said, the Red Sox to split the Rays again, maybe one or two of those. Orioles, Possibly I'll th- split. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll see. Phillies, they were walking in with a lot of hype. Maybe they take a game or two. And then of the 14 between the Mets, the Nats, the Braves, the Nationals, you, I mean, the Nets, the Mets, the Nats, the Braves, the Marlins, you figured the two easiest teams out of those four would be the Mets and the Marlins. The Nationals and the Braves obviously would be the most, uh, the toughest of those four. I don't know, man. I don't think they're walking away with 25 to 30 wins. What do you guys say? Hmm. really depends on how well things hit for the youngsters yeah it really does because there there was a very good outside chance that we could be the tampa bay Rays for this year how well they played with a random surprise team last year if you get what you kind of got out of the i'm not even going to say the, the so far boba mm-hmm. you saw a little bit of an improvement from vladdy you know i have a strange feeling that danny jansen was going to have a breakout after his spring and the fact that we have an upside on the offense and we actually have pitching, I'll roll the dice on that all day through a 60-game season. Mm. I really think that if you had the right things happen, it could be the resurgent New York Yankees when they all of a sudden had Aaron Judge and Gary Sanchez and company. It could okay. be something that looks like that that is just good enough to eke into the playoffs. What do you say, But the it? problem is all those people. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, if, if they have any chance of competing for the playoffs in this shortened season at minimum you have to be seven and three against the orioles and seven and three against the marlins there, 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 there's 14 wins right at there if not a little better right well uh, no yeah, hold on, i gotta interrupt you it's 14 games split up against the mets the nats the uh nationals and oh, the correct. Uh, right 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 yeah so and, you're uh, hoping to take two-thirds of that yes yes yeah, so i don't know how they're divvying that up uh but it's not seven against the marlins Correct, Either way, unless right. you're above 500 against those four in those 14 games, they don't have yes. a shot. Yes. And then yeah, you so, I think, considerably above 500. Right. <laughs> that's that's even more reason to come close to taking all 10 games against Baltimore, just to try yeah. to give yourself a little bit of a vault, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, they, the last few years, even when they've been bad, uh, they've been a bit of a thorn in the Yankees' side, where I think that they could be 5-5, five and five, maybe 6-4, and 4-6. Four, four and six. Mm-hmm. I don't think Can I correct you on the on the Yankees thing? Loris Gurriel Jr. has been a thorn in the Yankees. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> him and him alone. Uh, the Red the Red Sox. I 100% agree on the overrated thing. We were saying that back in February when we were leading up to spring training and going over rosters and everything. So I think you can have a winning record against them. It's the Rays that's going to be a backbreaker as always. Like I could see them going like one and nine against them or two and eight, just because it's the fucking Rays. Exactly. <laughs> one yeah. perk. You might not have to play at the trap. That's <laughs> true. Because, yeah. because I believe as part of the return to play, the MLB can relocate teams that are in highly infected areas. So they can move them to a different city. So maybe we don't get to play. There might be one quick out of the horrors (laughs) (laughs) and watching some other team play, you know, you know, watching the Rays play outside. Maybe that's their whole thing. Maybe it's the trap that for some reason gives the Rays wings. (laughs) That'd be lovely. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. I I can see uh, other outside of Baltimore. um, 
if you play 500 against everybody, you make in the playoffs on the strength of your record against the Orioles alone. And even then, it might not be enough because you'll have powerhouses that'll take 10 out of, or 9 out of 10 or 8 out of 10 against the majority yeah. of their opponents that they play 10 times uh, and sweep the floor with the other teams. So it'll be tough. It'll be tough. It'll be very fascinating if it actually happens just to see what a 60-game sprint looks like. Yeah, you figure the Yankees, the Red Sox, and the Rays are also playing the Orioles 10 times apiece. That would be right. Yeah. So yeah. They, they should spank them. They all should spank the, the Orioles as well. Um, I, I'm not confident. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm overhyping the Phillies. I think the Phillies are going to be or were supposed to be pretty decent walking into this year. Um, I don't think they were going to be pushovers by any means. So um, at best, you take a split, maybe three out of the six games for the Blue Jays. And I think that's being a little overambitious. I could be, again, overhyping them a bit, but that's just the way I see it. Uh, the Mets and Marlins, those games, however many they play of those 14, I think the Blue Jays can handle. But the Nationals and the Braves, that's going to be a difficult task. So for these tough. reasons, if they go on a run, and it's possible, right? Teams get into slumps and teams go on runs. So if the Blue Jays go on a run right out the gate, anything can happen. But you could say that about any of these teams, really. You could say that about any one of these teams. And the fact that, again, the Blue Jays right now are dealing with COVID cases and maybe it's spreading still. I don't have a lot of optimism that they're going to walk into the season with a lot of energy to really put their boots to the ground or their cleats to the ground in a baseball scenario and knock it out of the park. I just don't see it. I think, again, the long-term effects of this virus are still a little unknown to me. Um, but if they're going to you know, be challenged right out the gate, they might walk into a disadvantage because uh, they're just, again, physically recovering from this virus and trying to get their their athleticism back to a normal pace i just i don't know i think the way things are the blue jays are kind of not at the best place to start this season so i guess that's a good question if we do start where do we start there's a lot of talent scattered everywhere on this team yeah (laughs) and um well do you want to talk about do you want to talk about nate pearson I think I want to talk about all the fact that we do have all these talented youngsters that in the 60 game sprint, yeah. why don't you just hand in the keys to the kingdom and see what the fuck happens? Like you said, yeah. you gotta go through all those guys anyways. You might as well let them learn at the major league level rather than not learn at all because there's no minor leagues this year. Right. Or at least that's my philosophy. You know, everybody's hyping the fuck out of Austin Martin right now. You might as well let him play outfield. We got nobody else. As long as well, he I mean, signs, he's they still got to sign him. Yeah. I get that. I'm just saying that's the level of like crazy, in my opinion, that you could be taking with a 60 game season. This is a complete roll of the dice. You want to get the hottest hand that you possibly can have out there. And the way this is structured, it's what a 30 man roster to start the season. And mm-hmm. like after a few weeks, it's 28 or 27, then back to the normal 25. There's some time there with those extra pl- extra players on your roster to figure out if somebody breaks out like Lars Gurriel Jr. did last year in left field in that yeah. small sample size. Whoever gets hot is going to be on that roster and not on that taxi squad. Brendan, you want to touch on that? Yeah, I, I, I actually very much agree with Craig where I would want to hand the keys over to some of the youngsters, you know, like I would much rather see, I, I don't want this season 
to be a waste of development for guys like Nate Pearson or Anthony Kay or others who got a very brief cup of coffee at the big league level last year, especially Kay, because I think he could be quite good. Uh, I think he's Thornton really good, well. too. I do, too. And, and, you know, use the 60 games to suss out that crowded quadruple A group of pitchers you had that is led by, like, a Jacob Vegas pack or a TJ Zoik or a Sean Reed Foley. Just let him go out there and air it out for the 60 games and protect some of the veterans. Like, the worst thing in the world, and I will knock on wood right now when I say this, is that you go out there a few games in and Ryu blows out his arm in a 60-game season. And it's just like you're going to be out until midway through next year if there's a full season, assuming there's a vaccine. So <laughs> Absolutely. And I just knocked on the wood over here too. So I, you gotta get, I think a lot of teams will get creative with how they go about the pitching staff in particular and not letting guys go out there and throw their full innings count or whatever. But for certain guys that are young and really need to prove themselves, let them air it out. And I, I fully on the let it air it out within moderation for Nate Pearson. We'll touch on that later. But other guys like an Anthony K, I think, is at the top of the list for me. I'd much rather see him with a rotation spot in a 60-game sprint than Chase fucking Anderson, who got lit up in spring <laughs> training 1.0. Like, come on now. Let's go. <laughs> so the other question I have, and I don't know if you guys thought about this. So let's say we do come out of the gate slow in a 60-game you know, sprint. Mm-hmm. I'm almost ready to just use whatever the heck roster space I have left to have a six-man rotation so I get Anthony K some innings. For sure. Yeah. Or, worst-case scenario, I had him pitching out of the bullpen a little bit more regularly, regardless of the fact that he might only be getting an, an inning peppered in here or not. The nice thing that Anthony K's got going for him, even in the bullpen position, is he's left-handed. And he can get people out with his arm, period, and miss some bats. Yeah. So, there's that. I don't know. You're you're walking into the season. I'm I'm looking at the um the players that we have, and there aren't a lot of players right now that are on. They're just a one year deal. Like I I think it's Travis Shaw is only here for a year, correct? Correct. Just, just this season. Okay. Shoemaker, this is his option, and and that's yep. it, right? He's a UFA uh, next year. Uh, same thing with Anderson. I think there's a club option next year. Yeah, I think they I have believe an option that's what to pick up on. Yeah, on for some reason I remember we there. had two years on him, and oh. I don't remember the justification for the second and year or what it was. Yeah, Travis Travis Shaw just with his service time, uh, he can oh, be passed around right. for a second year. There was that little he's got the arbitration level. Shaw. That's right. So <laughs> Shaw could be back. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, right now on a one-year deal, technically, but they and, have him under control. And Giles, right? He's the big one. If you I, obviously, if you want to, if you want to include Shoemaker, because I, I do think he can contribute at a high level as well. He proved it last I year, at least in April. Um, yeah. But Giles not only could be a trade chip if you wanted him to be, but uh, he can be a contributor for at least two more years if you wanted to resign them. So there, there are some. There are only a handful of players with contract situations that they have to prove it. Otherwise, you have a bunch of youth, right? Cheap, good, robust youth here. So at yeah. that point, you're, I agree with you guys. Why not just see what you got, right? I, I, I guess we should tie Nate Pearson into this because that is the obvious, you know, elephant the in the room. Yeah. <laughs> I understand, like, why not? I understand why not just throw him in there, get him the experience. Knowing this organization and how they've handled elite minor league talent in the past, 
I still think they keep him on the taxi squad. I really do. I, it's going to be a breaking case of emergency type situation with him. I, I can almost see it with him that they don't want anything bad or him blow out his arm or anything and not have any unnecessary risk. Look, we just talked about the schedule. We just talked about it might be a long shot for the Blue Jays to come in. They're already at a disadvantage right now with COVID. I think that the the organization, especially the front office, they're probably not blind to that. They If we recognize it, they do. Um, so why walk into the season and throw your all your heavy chips against the wall and throw Nate Pearson out if this season might not go as according to plan? It's already kind of a clusterfuck as it is. Why not just save that and hopefully next year everything starts on time and you can utilize them properly. It doesn't matter who responds. Anybody. (laughs) (laughs) I guess the real question is, do you bring him up so he can get innings at all? I don't know. So (laughs) if I I saw, if you keep him down for seven days, you can manipulate it to get another year of control. There you go. He will be on the taxi squad for sure until those seven days are up and they get him for another year. In the shortened season, so we fucking yeah, see right through you, Shapiro. <laughs> we we see you right through you, bro. <laughs> and you know what? It feels so bad to think. Yeah, let's manipulate oh, service God. time in a sixty-game season amidst a pandemic. Like that Dude, just they, seems like the most scummy thing to do. <laughs> they are not above that. Let's <laughs> no, be not at all. <laughs> they will. But the catch is, they already that. offset that. Yeah, they're gonna pay all their minor league players through September seventh. Yeah, 7th, so. yeah so. they are very good. <laughs> But yeah, I, I just don't see a scenario in which they'll do it knowing this organ. Should they? Sure, why not? Like, see what you got. Why not? I don't see the harm in it. But knowing how they really consider these elite players in their minor league system as precious cargo, I just don't see them utilizing them. I really don't. Especially if come, what is it? You said seven days, uh, Brennan, they have, or seven games. Yep. Um, if they go 0-7, what the fuck's the point? Yeah, yeah. The only way, guys, I can see them considering it is just to get him some big league experiences following what the Rays did with David Price, pitching him out of the back end of the bullpen, and Mm. Adam Wainwright with the Cardinals. Very much so to just limit his innings, but also get him some innings and experience against big league hitters. Maybe you follow the Wainwright and David Price model. Not both of those teams, two teams did. But yeah, you're right. If you start 0-7, what the hell's the point? It's like, if you go out and blow out your arm, you're screwing us for 2021. Right. Yeah. The other catch on this whole thing is the fact that he's also not on the 40 man roster guys. So they have zero real reason to actually push him into the whole crazy, you know, of all this. Right. Yeah. I would love to see him. And I really think that in a 60 game shortened season that he could, his crazy arm could help in any many multitudes of ways, <laughs> whether he's starting or coming out and just throwing heat a la Aaron Sanchez in 2015. You know, it's just, it's, this stuff that you would need to win, I would think. He would be that last push over the hurdle. Yes. He's, that, that's like getting the yeah. best free agent or best trade ship on the market just for having a guy come out and, like I said, pitching an inning or an out or key, key hitter here and there. You know, It's really, really good stuff. But like you said, I don't see if they have no reason to bring him up or to have even that 500 record after the first couple of weeks. You, you go into a 60-game season after two, three weeks, you're already – you know, completely dogging it and screwing it up. What's the incentive? Ken Giles and everybody are gone. You're going to trade them because you don't have any reason to keep them. And you're going to give them to the highest bidder because somebody is going to want 
Ken Giles in this shortened pennant race, regardless. Yes. yes. Um, on that note, I should note that the trade deadline was announced to be August 31st. So if, if Very at quick. that, yeah, <laughs> you, you have of what they're starting uh, July 23rd. So about a month, a little bit more than a month to evaluate, right? I, I, you, you figure teams are evaluating where they're at before that. Right, so you're yeah. walking into the season, be like, "All right, we need to, we need to see make up trade scenarios. <laughs> we need to get the whiteboard out and draw out the tree." Um, it's already it, shit or get off the pot time. Yeah, yeah, you have to, <laughs> you have to go on a run right away. And if you're not, and that's what's going to make this trade deadline extremely interesting because you're going to have, like I said, baseball is a game of runs, right? So you're going to have a lot of teams in slumps early and I'm like, fuck it, sell mode, let's go. And you're, it's going to be literally half the league in sell it's mode, half already. the league in buy mode, right? So it's going to amplify half the league tremendously, whereas the other half is just going to go right down the tube. So for me, it's if come August 31st, right, you're out of it and you want to give Pearson a little bit of time heading into September, sure, whatever. Like If they want to give him, as you mentioned, Brendan, some bullpen time. I don't have a problem with that. That's fine. Um, I just don't think it's advantageous for them to have him right out the gate. Service time aside, just in, in terms of development, I just don't see the necess- necessity for it. Let's just keep him where he's at, keep the development going, because they were going to do it anyway. He was yeah. going to start the year in, in Buffalo anyway, so why yeah. not just have him in the taxi squad and, and participate in that? But Yeah, it'll, it'll be fascinating to see how they handle these guys, especially Pearson. And maybe even Austin Martin for uh, for a little bit, too, because there's no minor league system. So if he's that good and you think he's that close to being major league ready, why why not put him on the taxi squad? I, I saw today that the Marlins are thinking of doing that with Max Meyer, mm. their third yeah. overall pick, because he's a flamethrower. And people thought that he could pitch out of the bullpen immediately. So why not? Yeah. They got to make it different with pitchers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. for sure. So they got to sign him first, though. Who else yeah. do you bring with you in this situation, though? Do are are we gonna put Biggio in the outfield and bring in Panic or Panic or are you guys? What are you doing? You know, there's a lot. Yeah. Of, there was a lot of moving parts to this roster in spring training, and Joe Panic being one of those guys that came out and actually was pretty impressive in spring training. Right off the little bit that we actually did get. Yeah, Joe Joe Panic. <laughs> was playing himself onto a roster spot when and not even stopped. just a roster spot. He might have actually been playing for some actual solid playing time too. It's true. Very similar to uh, Eric Sogard last season. So, yeah. but guys, yeah. why, why are you underselling Ruben Tejada? I don't know. Yeah. He was, he was the starting shortstop for the Buffalo Bisons this year. That was where he was going. Come on, <laughs> Which is where he should have been in all reality. You got to have that depth, right? Hey, hey, maybe he'll be on the taxi squad and end up playing in Buffalo this year. <laughs> Ironically, he might be playing as a Blue Jay because of this 30-man roster stuff because he's already on the 40-man roster would be the catch, right? Then we have yeah. to actually – yeah, he was he a, a free agent signing or was he a waiver claim? I can't remember, but I remember for some reason we had to actually add him to the forty man, didn't we? I think minor, he was a mo- minor league signing. Yes. Okay. Well, maybe yeah. that's what it was then. So if that's the case, we don't have to add him worth anything. <laughs> yeah, pa- him and Panic Panic was a minor league signing as well, so you do have to make room for Joe Panic. Um, to get if you're making room for Panic, you're not going to make room for Ruben Tejada. 
No, no, that, I said that in jest. He's not. He's not making this team. <laughs> That's just not happening. If you're looking at the 40 man roster, does people with those extra five spots for a 30 man travel roster, right? Do yeah. You bring in Anthony Alford for that kind of thing, or do you bring Anthony K for the bullpen, even if he isn't starting? Or what? What are you guys thinking? Um, uh, I, I can't see a situation which Alford plays for this team. I think they've made up their mind. Um. And maybe is that because was, of Austin Martin? Mm, well, maybe, or just because they really love Derek Fisher. Um, it, oh God, reason. you made me forget about Derek. Fisher. Yeah, Derek Fisher. And over Derek Fisher. Derek Fisher is <laughs> gonna play. We know that, dude. Brandon Drury still on this team. Let's not forget I about that. I cannot believe Brandon Jury's still around. My God, Brandon that was horrible. Brandon Drury last is year. gonna make this team without even thinking about it now, right? That's what I'm saying. You know, and. <laughs> You, you have these options. Jonathan Davis, I think, might have a little bit more upside at this point than Anthony Alford. And so I would be inclined to give the nod over there, even though Alford is tremendously athletic. We've talked about that ad nauseum here. Um, I just think that you're not going to see it. I, 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 you know they traded for Fisher. He's going to get it. He's going to get that opportunity. <laughs> it's, Alfred's not a, a wasn't he batting like guy. Dude, he got hit in the face like... with a with a pop fly. <laughs> His first freaking fly ball. <laughs> <laughs> There's all you need to catch a damn pop that fly. Ten year olds. That was that was the microcosm of the Blue Jays season last year. It Just was, that that was. picture of the ball <laughs> in his face. <laughs> That was it. Fucking face. Right in the face. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I think Fisher is going to get the nod ahead of Alfred only because, again, they traded for him. So they need to. And I think he's out of options. If I'm uh, not mistaken, he's I out think of options. He very well might be. Yeah. So Billy, Billy McKinney still has an option or two left. Brandon Jury does as well. Brandon Jury yeah. still There's has a an sneaky option. One. Brandon Jury still has an option. <laughs> hey, we got a comment on the live feed. Oh, did we? It's not just. I just got a notification. It was from the radio scouts guys. Fastball for Fisher. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cheers, fellas. (laughs) We're gonna have to get them on this show sooner or later at some point back in the fold here. For sure. For sure. But yeah, I I just I I can't see Alfred as much as I would like him to. Don't get me wrong, Craig. You know I've been talking him up forever. Uh, I just, I don't think this club believes in them. I don't think the front office does at all. We've summed it up about 50 billion times as far as he is the best outfielder in the Tampa Bay Rays organization. <laughs> yes, he will be. He yeah. most certainly will be. Or he'll be the best on the Orioles, which means he's the worst. So yeah. <laughs> it's... Right, Smith Jr., anybody? Yeah, exactly. Oh, Didn't Travis Snyder play for the Orioles, too? He did. He did. There you go. The lunchbox here played yeah. for, I think, even the Red Sox, technically. For he played like for the Sox and the Rangers. I think he played for, oh, yeah. the Pirates, too, because he got traded to the Pirates, pirates. right? He actually yeah. had a pretty good little for tenure Brad with the Pirates. Lincoln. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's right. Remember Brad fucking Lincoln? That curveball was, a... was deadly. Yeah. He could never <laughs> but control nothing it. nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, Travis Snyder actually had a couple good years with the Pirates where he was uh, – Kind of a clutch hit off the bench for them and played yeah. fourth outfielder. But... I do seem to remember that now that you're saying it. Very yeah. true. That wasn't a bad trade as far as the uh, Pirates end of that trade, but it, I guess that makes them feel a little bit better for you know the fact that we completely butt fucked them for Jose Bautista. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but nothing will ever come close to that trade. <laughs> so just saying. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. Well, 
look, I, I kind of want to wrap this up with one final thing, Craig. This goes, you know, in your direction. Uh, the Blue Jays have committed to play their minor league players until September 7th, I think it was. Uh, look, we give a lot of flack to Rogers. We give a lot of flack to the front office. To me, this is class. This, they, they didn't have to do it. You see a lot of minor league players not getting paid. As a matter of fact, David Price volunteered to pay a portion of the Dodger salaries to their minor league system uh, out of his own pocket, which, again, you got to love David Price for that. But for the Blue Jays... I think a few other major leaguers have stepped up and done that same thing. I want to say same Mike thing. Trout, for some reason, did something similar for the Angels. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you, you got to admire it. It, I think it just goes to show you how much pride they actually have in this minor league system and the fact that we've been talking about on this show for years now. They have been doing nothing but build up a solid minor league organization, period, all the way all the way down to Bloomfield or Bluefield, all the way up to the major leagues. Mm. It's the fact that they this as as shameless or shameful as it might be, this is a reason that you get guys like Austin Martin to sign. Yes. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> But he's got a sign from that <laughs> side. But that's a that's got to be something that's weighing on these young kids when they're looking at the what is the minor league you know landscape. You got this gem all of a sudden that's paying all their minor league players even through a pandemic, hmm. and the fact that they were already paying them more than they were usually going to get as far as looking at the whole complete landscape of minor league baseball. What was the raise that they gave everybody a couple of, it was, it was last spring. It was 50% yeah. on 50%. top of whatever they were making, which is a heck of a raise seeing I've only ever gotten like more than a 5% raise in my, my life without <laughs> right. telling my previous employer to screw it and go to a new place. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, speaking of free agency, right? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I think it, it it's just a very good sense of pride, regardless if it is for ulterior motives. It is a perfect reason to be an, a big fan of this organization, and ju- not just for the fact that they put out a good product and they're building up a potential winner. This is something very, very fun for Blue Jays fans. And honestly, if they're not paying attention to what's going on in the Blue, the Blue Jays minor league system, yes, I know there's no minor league baseball this year. There is a lot of good things coming, and I highly recommend following the Lansing Lugnuts, the Bluefield Blue Jays, the Deneen Blue Jays, and especially the Fisher Cats Twitter feeds because they're on point. Yes. <laughs> Always. Always, yeah. And um, obviously the Buffalo Bisons, who we have talked very efficiently about on this show. And all those places are complete class acts as far as representation of a fun family environment when you are at those minor league facilities, too. I have the, the only one I have not personally been to is the Vancouver Canadians ballpark. I have been to every other one of them, and I have enjoyed it thoroughly. And I will happily go back to any of them. Let's make that happen, then. Uh, oh, 100%. <laughs> Vancouver. Road trip. Vancouver's beautiful. Absolutely. That's a long yeah, drive, man. That's a very long drive. <laughs> done that once, or done the West Coast thing once before with a bunch of my friends. That was a hell of a time. <laughs> yeah, that would be. It was like two weeks <laughs> crammed into a van yelling at each other. <laughs> Sounds like a great time. Uh, Brendan, did you want to touch on the uh, the fact that the Blue Jays front office or the organization in general are going to be paying their minor league players? I had there's nothing else to say other than the fact that they got it right. And it is what every major league baseball team should be doing because they're not going to be able to play, make any sort of money. And when they come back, hopefully in Axine world in 2021, where there's enough for everybody to be protected from this stupid virus, 
that uh, they should be paid because they're going to come back. Yeah, there's no other way to put it. Stupid virus has messed up everything. So, yeah, they got it right. Every team should follow suit. And there is no reason in my mind, unless he just has some weird preconceived notion that Canada is a very strange place, that Austin Martin shouldn't sign with this team. They'll get it done, I'm pretty confident, but there should be no hesitation because you're going to a good organization that will take care of you and he's played with Bo Bichette in the past, so you right. got to think that their biggest advocate in Bo uh, will uh, be able to get into his ear and be like, "Sign the dotted or sign on the dotted line, buddy. Let's go." Yeah. So. Bo knows this organization. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it, honestly, guys, it, it's it's Bo's it's Bo's team. It really is. It uh, is. I don't yeah. think there's any way around that. You got is. swagger and everything, man. There's your new cover yeah. boy for the team right there. Him and for but sure. I will tell him right there. You, know, you got the the. Uh, you got the what is it? Uh, the Holy Trinity going on. Uh, you know, if you want to make the Rush, uh, <laughs> the, the uh, comparison. You know, oh yeah. Love Rush. Yeah. They call yeah. Rush the band Rush the Holy Trinity. <laughs> so you call that Vlad Biggio and Bo the Holy Trinity and start marketing the fuck out of that. I'm in. Definitely. I'm in. Getty Lee's a Blue because, Jay fan anyway. Yes, he should be all yeah. over that. <laughs> He's That's always true. He is. <laughs> always sitting behind. They'll probably even autograph all the posters. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. All right, gentlemen, uh, that is all I have, unless you guys want to add anything else. Um, look, I do want to say this. We, this has been a complete clusterfuck when it comes to how the season has been, you know, drawn out. I get it. 60 games. It's not ideal. Like I said, we're a lot of people want to put an asterisk on it. For me personally, I said this about the NBA. To me, this makes it a little bit even more challenging for players to get in a groove like that right out the gate in what mid July, late July, and have a playoff push right out the gate. That to me is a very difficult task. Um, you got to give the players a lot of credit for pushing this. And finally they came up with an agreement, which leads me to think that maybe a CBA is even more possible because this was finally agreed upon. Um, I'm hope hoping, so. I'm hoping. Yeah. Um, that being said, as a fan of sports, you want this to work. You really do. You want both the NBA the uh, and the MLB, and even to a degree the NHL, depending on how invested you guys are, you want this to work. Um, because, again, if this works, other sports will follow. As I know, Craig, you and I are big Bills fans. Brendan, you're a 49ers fan. So if, that, if this works, there's no reason to believe that the NFL can't work as well. So we need to have our hopes up. But again, we need to be also pragmatic about this and recognize the risks that these athletes are taking, especially in Florida. It's not going to be an easy task. And I hope that all these organizations, these leagues, the NBA, the NHL, the MLB, all of them recognize the position that they're putting their athletes in and that right now Florida might not be the best of places to play for anything. And that, that could be for the next couple of months. So that being said, um, that's all I got for you guys. So look, if you guys are listening to this for the first time, we hope you enjoyed the show. If you could do us a favor, give us five stars and a quick review on Apple Podcasts. That helps out a lot. Really rank us. Tell your friends about us. Spread the word on Reddit. If you guys are in the Blue Jays subreddit, tell them that Jay Bird watching has a video cast, has a podcast. Just spread it. Spread it like COVID. Just spread it everywhere around and <laughs> oh. let them know that we're here. He went there. I went there. <laughs> spread it around. Tell your friends about it. You know, minus that that stupid comment tell your friends about it <laughs> tell everybody about us follow us on twitter and uh guys won we'll this like we always do with the let's go blue jays let's go let's blue go blue jays. jays take it easy
for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.